0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Praxis podcast. I'm very excited now that we have seven episodes, as many episodes as Star Wars. Very excited about that. Today we're going to talk about the next step of the design thinking process. For those of you just tuning in, the design thinking process is a step-by-step process to approach problems. And the cool thing about this is that you can use this process to approach any kind of problem. If you haven't listened to the past couple of episodes, feel free to do that, but if you're like me and you'd rather just jump in, keep listening to this one, I'll bring you up to speed so that you can follow along. The first step of the design thinking process that we talked about in the last episode is empathy. In this step, you put yourself in the shoes of the people who are most impacted by the problem that you're trying to solve. If the problem you're trying to solve is mostly affecting teachers, you want to talk to teachers, study how they work, and learn as much as you possibly can about their day-to-day lives. Basically, just putting yourself in their shoes. The next step, the step that we're going to talk about today, is define. In this step, you take all of the things you learned in the last step and you start to organize them into a point of view. Now, the really important part of solving a problem is making sure that you know what the problem is. Now, that sounds really dumb and really obvious, but defining the problem statement is crucial because it can drastically change the way that you try to solve the problem. Now, my favorite example of this is a story. Let's say that you and I are walking along a river and we want to get to the other side of the river. Let's say that there's an awesome ice cream shop on the other side and we've got to get there. We're meeting our friends there in 30 minutes. So as we're walking along, we come to a bridge. So it's perfect, right? We wanna get to the other side of the river, so we start crossing the bridge. And once we get halfway across the bridge, we see that there's been an accident on the bridge and there's a truck that's blocking all the traffic. So it doesn't look like we're gonna be able to get around it until the truck is moved out of the way. Now, what are the potential solutions to this problem? Well, the most common answer would be we could call a towing company and get them to move the truck. We should probably call 911 and have a fire truck show up and clean up the accident, make sure everyone's okay, and then we can cross. But these are solutions to a specific problem. How do we get across the bridge? In this step of the design thinking process, we have to define the problem in a way that gives us the best opportunity to solve the real issue. If someone was applying the design thinking process to this problem, they might have learned that the real problem is not that we need to cross the bridge, the real problem is that we need to cross the river. Now that gives us a whole new range of potential solutions. If we redefine the problem not as how do we cross the bridge, but how do we cross the river, it opens us up to a lot of different opportunities. For example, maybe we walk back to this side of the river and immediately see that there's a ferry that crosses the river every 10 minutes. Maybe we look a little bit further down and see that there's actually a footbridge we can just walk across. Maybe there's a small boat shop where we could rent canoes and we could cross the river ourselves while all at the same time enjoying the beautiful riverside and getting some exercise at the same time. Maybe we just decide, you know, we'll just swim across the river. Hey, it's a nice day outside, it's hot, Let's get some swimming in, and we'll get to the other side of the river totally refreshed. All of these are solutions that we never would have even thought about if we had framed the problem as we need to cross the bridge. But by defining the problem in a different way, we need to cross the river, we start to see things from a different perspective, and we start to see a lot of different opportunities. Now, this might seem a little bit abstract because we're talking about rivers and bridges, but this idea can be applied in a number of different ways. There's a story about a famous designer who was approached to design a new visitor center for a state in the Southeast to increase their tourism. He decided to look at the problem in a different way and told his clients they didn't need a new visitor center, they needed a new brochure. So in this step of the design thinking process, it's important to think about how you phrase the problem because that will ultimately determine the kinds of solutions that you consider in the next step of the process. This approach can be used to think about problems in government, design, business, healthcare, medicine, pretty much whatever subject that you're thinking about, whatever kind of problem you're trying to solve, this problem-solving approach can be used. Whether you're trying to solve big problems like poverty or approach personal goals like time management or business goals like finding new clients, rethinking the problem statement will help you unlock new potential solutions. If you found interesting ways to frame a problem that you're solving, I'd love to hear about them. Get in touch at nicholas at praxis-story.com. Next episode, we'll take a quick break from the design thinking process and I'll be talking about one of my recent Praxis projects. So stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys next week.